Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Daydream and Listen podcast. My name is Krista. I hope that you all are doing wonderful and that you're having a really great day so far. I'm doing pretty great myself. I feel like I've been having such a great weekend, a really nice uh, last couple of days. It's all been super, super good. Just getting very prepared for spring and looking forward to this upcoming season. I don't know about you guys and where you live, but for me, the weather is starting to get like a little bit warmer every single day. It's like creeping into the 50s, maybe sometimes the 60s, and just flowers are blooming. Like it's it's so nice. I love whenever the seasons are like just on the cusp of changing. Like, I don't know, to me, it's it's so exciting to see it all happen. Um, I've been doing a little bit of shopping, which I will get into when I talk about my highs and my lows, but mostly just like getting some new spring clothes out with the old and with the new type thing. And yeah, it's, it's just been like a refreshing past couple of days. I'll summarize it by saying that. Um, but for this week's episode, I'm so excited to sit down and record because I'm going to be talking about public school stories. So growing up, I went to public school. Um, from, I mean, I guess you could say preschool all the way to my senior year of high school. And recently I had been FaceTiming with one of my good friends and we were talking just like, I don't know, we go on so many different tangents and somehow we got into just going back and forth and sharing crazy stories from school and she has been watching Euphoria and she was telling me like, I don't know, I feel like, you know, a lot of people say, like, things in that show are super, super far-fetched, and I've seen it, and so I was like, yeah, I know, I get it, like, some things are definitely extreme, but we both agreed, like, we've each had crazy things happen in our school experience that we were like, "Mm, this is kind of on par with what you're seeing on the show, um, so she was like, you should totally do a podcast episode where you just, like, share, stories from school like good bad crazy all that kind of stuff so that is exactly what I'm doing with this week's episode and I'm looking forward to getting into it going down memory lane um talking about the good the bad and even sometimes the um the crazy I'm mostly going to try to keep it positive I will maybe like spill some tea or talk about like ridiculous stuff but even the positive stuff is like fun to talk about but yeah really looking forward to getting in that um I will be talking about stuff from like elementary all the way to senior year of high school so I won't just be talking about like one particular time because there's been interesting things all throughout um but before I do get into sharing the public school stories First, let's talk about the highs and the lows of this past week in my life. So starting with my highs of the week, like I said, I have been doing some shopping. Um, I went thrifting the other day, which I think a couple weeks ago, I had talked about my most recent thrift experience and how it was absolutely out of this world. Like I found so many great things at this thrift store. Well, I went back there um, yesterday and I also, you know, found some really great things there. Like it was another good experience. So I think for the time being, while I'm still here, I'm going to keep going back to this thrift store because they just have 
the coolest things ever and I mean you definitely have to look through a lot. You have to weed out the bad before you get to like the real real gems. But yeah, I found so many cool things. I'm like very, very excited to style them. I mostly got stuff for the warmer weather months, um, but you know, you can always restyle things and wear them for other seasons. But I'm just so excited. Like I cannot wait for all of the fun spring and summer outfits that are to come. And I went to Target today because I usually like go there um, to get like some grocery stuff. But I had some gift cards and I had been wanting to buy some new things. So I picked up some jeans, jean shorts, and they, of course, you know, they have a pretty good sale section. So I got a few things from there that I'm just also very excited about. So that was great. We've been having some good retail therapy moments. Um, and then my other high of the week is things have been moving and grooving in terms of my apartment hunt. Um, I have just been in a very, very long process of trying to move back to New York City, and I haven't, like, explicitly talked about it on the podcast, mostly because I just don't want to speak before anything is finalized, you know? Like, I don't want to say something, like, you know, really, I don't know, really profound and then like something fall through and like it not work out but things have been going great with that and just like getting the ball rolling more and like keeping on track for um going to be moving soon so I you know as I learn more things and get more updates about stuff I'll keep you guys in the loop but just know it's all going in the right direction and I'm really excited about it um this week has just oh my gosh, there were some days when I was just in the zone in terms of like apartment hunting and like getting all my ducks in a row and all that kind of stuff, which is great. Sometimes you need those weeks or you need those types of days. So that was great. Um, and then my last high of the week is a little hair update for you all. So I think it was last week's episode, I mentioned how I recently got a scalp massager and have been using it to massage in my shampoo when I'm washing my hair in the shower. And guys, I think it's really, really helping. I have a very, very dry scalp. I always have had issues with my scalp and just like having sensitive skin and all that kind of stuff. And I think using the scalp massager and like all the other products I've been using in my hair, like hair oil and whatnot, I think it's really, really helping. Like I'm noticing a difference and granted it's only been about a couple of weeks, but I'm, I'm thinking I'm on to something. So if you two struggle with like a dry scalp or itchy scalp or just like super sensitive skin, maybe look into the scalp massager and like, you know, trying that out because it could help. Um, okay, now for my low of the week. I really can only think of one. I know there's more, but this past week, our power went out one evening. It was so annoying. Um, I'm trying to think what we were doing. I was sitting, sitting in, yeah, I was in my living room and I was working. I was like working extra in the evening and the power just completely went out. And it was so annoying because it's not like it was... A terrible storm outside. There was just some light rain, maybe a little bit of wind, but sure enough, that took the power out. Um, I ended up playing cards with my parents in the dark. We had like candles and flashlights going, um, 
but yeah, it was so, it was one of those things, very annoying, like bad timing. Um, but then it's also very annoying when it comes back on for like a minute and then it goes out again. That's the worst. But finally it did come back on and I just have to say, I cannot wait to move back to New York so that I don't have to deal with this kind of stuff. You know, living out in the rural area where power outages just happen a lot. I will say though, um, I can't I can't speak too definitively about the power never going out in New York City because I was actually there in New York when the most recent blackout happened. I think this was in 2019 and that's a whole nother story. I might have talked about that before on like an old, old episode, but you know, the chances of power going out in New York are far um, lower than they are for it going out here. So it's just, it's one terrible thing that can really put a damper on the week. I'll just say that. Okay, so enough of my highs and my lows. All in all, it was a great week and looking forward to the next week ahead. Um, but now let's get into these public school stories. I tried to plan these out so they would kind of somewhat be in chronological order. Like I would start out talking about like elementary school things, then middle school, then high school. Um, so I'm not just like jumping all over the place, but yeah, I guess we can start with some elementary school stuff. Elementary school was just like a fun time. I feel like I don't have like too many bad memories from there, but we did like looking back on it, we had a lot of fun traditions that we did at my elementary school. One of them, this one might sound very chaotic. I don't know if other schools did this or something like this, is we would do like fundraisers. Um, and I know some schools will do like pie a teacher in the face, like pay a dollar that goes towards this organization and you get to pie a teacher in the face. We did stuff like that later on. But one thing that we did a lot in elementary school was duct taping a teacher to a wall. Um, basically what you would do, it sounds so ridiculous. I mean, it was fun. Basically what we would do is you would pay a dollar and you would get like, I don't know how long, but a really, really long piece of like gray duct tape. And they would pick a teacher. It was always, usually always the same teacher. Um, which he was such an amazing teacher. He was so fun, like just such a good sport about everything. He recently passed away though, which is really sad. Rest in peace. He was a wonderful guy. Um, but he would always do it. And basically what they would do is he would stand on a chair and they would just one by one stick a piece of tape across your body and then on a wall in the cafeteria, they would move all of the lunch tables out of the cafeteria and the entire elementary school would sit in the cafeteria and watch a teacher get duct taped to the wall. <laughs> and I, like it always went towards a good organization, but looking back at it, it is so funny like the gimmicks that they would do 
just to like entertain us kids and I remember at the end like there would be a ton of duct tape like they would raise a lot of money for whatever organization and there would be so much duct tape on the teacher that they would always see if they could move the chair and if they would like be able to stick on the wall which normally they would which is very very impressive because it would always be like I mean sometimes they did women but it would usually be like a guy so like a grown man is stuck to the wall with duct tape just visualize that um but yeah it was always like for a good cause and I think everyone always had a good laugh with it but then now that I think about it I'm like did anyone else have that experience or was my school just um I guess extra creative when it comes to that kind of stuff another really fond memory that I have and I think other schools definitely did this because I've seen people talk about it are the scholastic book orders and book fairs if you if you've never done this oh my gosh I feel like this was definitely a highlight in elementary school for me it was basically like Scholastic the publishing company we would get I think like every month they would send these like little paper pamphlet type magazines and you would see like all of the new children's and YA book releases in this little pamphlet magazine and then you would fill out an order and give it to your teacher to collect along with like the money for the books and they would order books for you and um, then once the books came in they I remember would like call the teacher a student would go up to the main office pick up all of the book orders that came in and then they would like disperse them out to the students that ordered books it was basically like you know how as an adult like you get excited whenever you order something in the mail and it comes in and like you're so excited to like unbox it and all that kind of stuff imagine that happening in the middle of your school day it was so much fun um and you know it was mostly like you know novels and like different different types of books but for me my favorite section it was always in the back of the book orders it was basically like magazines which I think that just should it that should have told my parents enough um for me as a kid like just always being into like pop culture and all that kind of stuff these books like they were books but they were basically like glorified magazines um they would have like fun facts about Disney Channel and Nickelodeon stars and just like random like child athletes and like just like famous people they would have you know fun facts about them and all of these pictures of them and I remember I would get ones um just like about random celebrities sorry I had to pause for a second my alarm went off and I don't want to scare you all with that um but basically yeah they would be like little blurbs about like random celebrities or even like high school musical they had specific books about the cast of that and during elementary school like early elementary school years I was obsessed with all that kind of stuff and we would have like silent reading time during um during the school day and I would take my little little magazines and sit and read all about like fun facts about Ashley Tisdale and Zac Efron and Miranda Cosgrove and like all of these people that was like my favorite thing and then the book fairs I don't remember how often those would happen but basically they would set up like an in-person version of the book orders they would have like all these shelves and like um 
I don't know, it was like you were in a bookstore, but they would come to your school and you could buy the books there. And man, they were they were good at getting kids to just throw money at them because the way they presented the books and like, I don't know, you just felt like such a cool kid if you could, you know, walk away with five new books. Um, But yeah, those were so much fun. I think that might have sparked my shopping problems. Like, I don't want to say I have an addiction, but that definitely was like the spark of it. Like, getting to order books in school and then having the satisfaction of like them coming in and you getting to unwrap them and like I don't know it was this whole thing um but yeah that was definitely fond at times now for one thing that definitely was not fond was accelerated reader or as we called it AR if you are someone who has unfortunately had to go through accelerated reader I will commiserate with you all day long because yes I have not had to do AR for about six years or so and I still hate it I like it still boils my blood because it was such a big part of my childhood and it scarred me I hated it so much basically what we would have to do is you every month or like every nine weeks during the school year you would have to have so many AR points is what we called it, accelerated reader points. And it was, this point system was based off of different books. So let's say you want to read, I don't know, the first Harry Potter book. Well, that book is worth so many points in the AR world. And once you're done reading Harry Potter, you then go and take an online quiz about Harry Potter, like the first book. And you would try to answer all of the questions correctly in the quiz. The more questions you got, the more points you got. Your goal was to get X amount of points for that grading period. And your teachers was would set a goal. Like, you have to get 25 points this nine weeks. Or you have to get 50 points this nine weeks. And that was just... It wasn't like, you have to read this many books this grading period it was all very uh subjective like you know if the point goal is 25 points harry potter books are usually high point value so you could read one maybe two harry potter books and you'd be set or like let's say i don't know for me i loved in elementary school i loved the click books i know those probably haven't aged super well but i loved those books and i read every single one and they would usually be like eight points so in my head i was like okay i have to read so many click books in order to reach the ar goal because if you didn't meet the goal it would affect your grade negatively like it was this whole thing it was basically like an extra aspect of your schoolwork on top of all of the books that you would have to read for specific classes and like all of your homework and everything like that and it was so anxiety inducing whenever you would go and sit down and take a test even if you like loved the book and you know it cover to cover it was still so scary to like sit down and take a test because sometimes they would ask like really squirrely questions and it was so funny like 
I remember distinctly in fifth grade, I read the book The Last Song, like the Nicholas Sparks book. And at the time, the movie had just come out and I was obsessed with the movie. Like I was obsessed with it. I read the book and then I saw the movie. And that book, there's like a few changes in it that are different from the movie. And I remember they asked distinct questions on the quiz that are only true to the movie that are different in the book so they like wanted to trip you up because a lot of people would be like oh I'm just gonna watch the movie and you know surely I'll pass the test um people would cheat and take tests for each other people would even go to lengths of like if you were religious people would take AR tests on books of the bible because there were quizzes for that and they would try to get all of their AR points based off of what they learned in church like it was ridiculous and basically it was just like an added stressor of schoolwork and it made kids hate reading some kids who just like naturally loved reading would excel at that kind of stuff but personally like, I enjoy reading, but I hate forced reading, you know? Even if it's like, I get to read books that I love, having the pressure added on top of that, of like, you have to read them in a quick time frame, and you have to read so many of them, and then you have to take a quiz and like, get a perfect score on it. Like, it was just, it made reading annoying. So, I'm very bitter towards AR, and if AR still exists and students still have to go through it, I empathize with you so much because it is a pain in the butt. And I will just add that I didn't have to do AR my senior year of high school because I took AP Literature and so many kids tried to take AP Literature because if you took that class, you were exempt from ever taking AR. Like you never had to do AR. Um, And so many kids wanted to take that class just because of that aspect. Like AR was terrible it was awful so definitely hated that okay then jumping ahead I feel like now we're on to like middle school fun um one thing that we did in mostly seventh grade is we had this like Greek mythology unit I don't know if you guys had this at any point in your school career but it was so much fun basically in like all of our classes like English history and even like maybe like one day in math class we learned about all different things of greek mythology and i for whatever reason clicked with this like i was obsessed with this i've seen people say that like they go through a phase where they're really interested in like ancient egypt and like they get really invested into it and they buy all these books and they learn about hieroglyphics and yada 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 i was like that with greek mythology like i went to barnes and noble and i bought this thick book all about greek mythology i might still have it i'm not sure but i was so fascinated by it like i loved reading the stories and i loved learning about like each mythological character like standing for something and like their story and like all this kind of stuff i found it so fascinating So we had this day in seventh grade called Greek Day, where basically you would do this big, big project. You would um, get to choose to be a Greek mythological character, and you would complete a research project about them. Like you would learn all about them, write a paper about them, and then do like a presentation on it. And then for Greek Day, you got to dress up, like you got to come to school dressed up as this Greek mythological character and you would, everyone would line up in the halls of 
the seventh grade and kids from other grades in the middle school I think even kids from the elementary school teachers everybody would come and like walk around the seventh grade hall and they would come up to you and you would have to like give this little spiel about hi I'm Aphrodite I'm the goddess of whatever and like you would have to give them this little speech about who you were and they could ask you questions and whatnot so you might be wondering, Krista, who did you pick? Because it was this very like cutthroat thing. Like I remember you had to show up to the school that morning and sign up for your character. And there were kids who were like getting dropped off at the school extra, extra early. There were kids like lining up outside of the school because they wanted to make sure that no one was going to take their god or goddess part. Um, I chose to just... <laughs> be extra annoying with it so at the time I was dancing and I don't know what I read but I read something how that in Greek mythology there were street performers basically like people who would do like acrobatics and like juggling and all of this stuff and it was just like a part of Greek mythology so I decided to be a street performer. That was not one of like the list of gods or goddesses, but I convinced my history teacher to let me do it because I wanted to perform an acrobatic routine for my little Greek day performance. So he did. He let me do it. I like made this leotard. I made this crown of like, um, like ivy going around my head. I like got all decked out. I brought in like mats and a mini trampoline and made this whole routine along with my speech and whatnot and that was my thing and I was so excited about it. Um, no one had ever done street performer before so I was, you know, breaking new ground and it was so much fun. Definitely a highlight. Um, I could have just literally gone with any other god or goddess and some kids would go to great lengths like they would paint their faces they would make costumes like it was people went all out for it but it was definitely a fun a fun time okay and now for a not so fun time um I might have told this story before I like I have a hard time discerning if I've told these stories on the podcast or if I've just talked about them with my friends before so I apologize if I'm repeating myself but hey if you're a new listener glad you're hearing this for the first time um so I think I've talked about how my grade, like my specific graduating class, was awful. They were so, so, so misbehaved. Like we would constantly get reprimanded. We would get privileges taken away from us. Like we would just, kids in my grade were a menace. There were definitely good kids in my class, but like there were some kids who were just, they loved to cause trouble. And my class had to take a school field trip in sixth grade to our local jail and (laughs) on like a random Wednesday we had to that was our field trip we got to go to jail for a field trip and it wasn't this whole like educational thing to learn about like prison systems and like law and blah 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 No, the teachers wanted us to have a beyond scared straight experience where we would go tour a jail and, you know, experience what life is like as someone who is in jail to scare us 
to behave better. They kept saying to us, like the teachers kept saying to us, like, take a good hard look of, you know, where you are and what these things look like. Because if you keep acting the way you're acting, this might be your future. Like they would say crazy stuff like that. Like it was so dramatic. Like we are 12 years old. Please calm down. Like this is so extra. And a lot of Oh my gosh, like there were just so many bad things with it. And I mean, it was definitely interesting. Like I can say I've been inside of a jail before. Like I never knew what that was like. Like you only just see things on TV or movies. But I mean, it was definitely interesting. It's just the way that the teachers painted it was so terrible. And like it could have been interesting to learn about like mass incarceration and like the prison system and all that kind of stuff. But no, they wanted to scare us and like shame everybody and like it was awful also the other terrible component is that there were inmates there were people in the jail who knew kids in my class or like who knew their family members and the inmates would be like hey so and so like oh my gosh how's your mom doing how's your dad doing how's your sister or brother whatever they would call them out and I remember people would make fun of those kids and like they would get picked on and like get made fun of and it's like gee I wonder if the teachers ever thought that like that could be a possibility and that it could be this you know I'm not like it it was embarrassing for the kids but obviously it's not their fault it's also not the inmates fault like they probably didn't realize that like kids can be jerks and would make fun of something like that but it was just all in all a terrible experience like I remember they took us to the solitary confinement cells and they made us sit in there and like, you know, look at the toilets and look at the beds and everything like that. And it was just like, yeah, it was such a terrible, terrible experience. And interestingly enough, they stopped going on the field trip after my class, I think because they realized, oh, this is pointless and this is a waste of time. Like this literally does nothing to help our students behave better so yeah 10 out of 10 don't recommend going to a jail for a field trip when you frame it like that okay and then going off of kids in my class just being crazy middle school definitely sparked a lot of fights a lot of like physical fights um I know for a fact I've definitely shared the story of two boys in my fifth grade class having a physical fight over me um, that was probably one of the first physical fights that I remember happening, but in middle school, it got, like, 10 times worse. Um, I remember, like, fights would break out in the middle of the hallways, like, in between switching classes, or, like, before school or after school, like, people would meet up in parking lots or random fields and fight each other and then film it and put a, put it on YouTube and all that kind of stuff, and it was just a lot. But I remember one morning during homeroom, this wasn't in my homeroom class, um, but one of the kids in my homeroom class went into another homeroom, which, wait, should I say, I don't know. I know some kids don't have homeroom. It's basically like before your first class of the day, you go and sit in a classroom and they take attendance, you say the Pledge of Allegiance, you hear the morning announcements, all that kind of stuff. It's really a waste of time, but it's just kind of how we started our day at my school. 
Okay, anyways, so there was a kid who was in my homeroom class. He went over into another homeroom and started fighting with another guy. So they're going at it. They're fighting each other. One of them picks up a chair and throws it at the teacher, at the homeroom teacher of that room. And it was this whole whole fiasco at like seven in the morning it was it's literally that tiktok sound if you've heard it it's seven in the morning like that was literally one of those days and that happened so much like i remember two girls got in a fight during like in between class periods and one of them pushed one of our teachers or like one of the teachers tried to break up the fight and she was older um and she got hurt like, she fell and hurt her arm, and then I don't think she ever came back to the school, or maybe she, like, came back, but then decided to leave after that. Like, it was, it was bad. We had a lot of physical altercations, especially during middle school, and I think it's just because, like, it's, it's an awkward time for everybody. You're feeling so many emotions, like, you're, yeah, it, it was just a bad time, and then that carried over into high school, but definitely middle school, it was just, it was a lot all at once. And I know for a lot of people in the States, especially in the East Coast, I don't know if people, or I shouldn't say the East Coast, like East and Midwest, I don't know if students in the West experience this, but um, in eighth grade, our big thing was going to Washington, D.C. And for us, it was about like a five-hour bus ride there. So it was it was pretty easy to get there. Um, but I just, I don't know, I can't imagine, like, if you went to school in Arizona, did you go to Washington, D.C. for a school field trip? Like, that seems like a really, really far drive. Um, but I know a lot of kids do that as, like, a big trip before you go to high school. Um, so we went, and it was really fun. Like, we got to go and see a lot. I mean, you're only there for a few days, so it's like, how much can you really see? Um but yeah, we saw like a lot of the monuments, went to some museums, like it was really cool. And it was fun because like going on a class trip together, like that was something we had never done before. You get to stay overnight at a hotel. But you know, my grade being what it was, like this trip was not going to happen without there being lots of trouble. Um, there was one point when we almost got kicked out of the hotel we were staying at. We were staying at a double tree. And we had so many noise complaints against us. The girls in the room next door to me, they had broken the table that most hotel rooms have. Like, there'll be like a desk, um, maybe like the TV's propped on it or something like that. They somehow broke that. I don't know how or what they were doing. Um, people called the cops, like just for funsies. I don't know why. Like, it was the day we got there. Literally, like, hours after we had arrived at the hotel we were just kind of hanging in the hotel room for the evening after we had done some activities and there were phones in the room and there were guys like a room of guys and they just called the police i i don't know why i don't know why um but yeah there were so many bad things that kids had done and we had gotten yelled at by the double tree like they warned us that if we didn't straighten our act up they were gonna have to ask us to leave and I remember all my teachers were threatening us like if you guys don't get it together we're gonna have to sleep on the bus tonight and everyone was like oh my god like I don't want to do that 
Um, but yeah, it was just, it was a fun time, but also mixed with a lot of trouble. And it was funny, like, I, I think they did this to everybody. Like, I don't think it was just my grade, but they would tape our doors shut at night so that no one would try to sneak out. Or like, if you did try to sneak out, like they would hear you. Um, like they use like packing tape or duct tape or something like that. And then in the mornings they would come by everybody's room and like rip the duct tape off so you could leave your room and like go get breakfast and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a fun time. I mean, that's the only time I've been to DC. I definitely want to go back, um, because it is such a beautiful area, but yeah, it was, I don't know. It was a fun time and it's also funny because like when we went there, you see other schools there from like all over the country and it's just, I don't know, interesting that it seems like a very ubiquitous thing that like eighth graders, everybody for whatever reason goes to DC during the springtime. I don't know why, it's just a thing. Another thing that we did in middle school, which I so desperately need to know if anyone else had this experience, I really want to make a TikTok and ask people because it, it like, I don't know. It was such a big deal at my school and I just need to know if anyone else was a part of this cultural moment. So I was in sixth grade. I think this was 2011 maybe or two, yeah, 2011 I want to say. So this is during the Obama administration just for American history. Um, and Michelle Obama, the first lady, she was all about like eating healthy and exercise and whatnot. And if you're an American student or you were during that time, you probably remember like your school lunches changed, like they were trying to make everything healthy and promote exercise and all of this stuff. So my school did this thing. And like I said, I would love to know if anyone else did this or if my school just randomly found out about this and they were like, hey, we're going to make this a thing. Um, our queen, my queen, Beyonce, she partnered with Michelle Obama to remix Beyonce's one song, um, Get Me Bodied, to be Move Your Body. Like she made a whole new version of it called Move Your Body and made this dance to it and put out this music video where she goes into a school lunchroom and does this dance with a bunch of the students. If you've never seen this, you don't know what I'm talking about, highly recommend YouTubing, like looking up on YouTube, Beyonce Move Your Body Dance, and you can watch this and, okay. So, we had to learn the dance. We had to learn the Beyonce Move Your Body Dance because we were then going to perform that in our middle school gym. We were all going to come together on a Friday and do the dance together. Like they were going to play the music video on some projector screen in the gym and we were all going to collectively do the dance together as middle schoolers. I don't think any other school did this. Like I don't think the elementary school or the middle school did or the high school did this. I think it was just the middle school. And I remember coming home in the evenings and like learning this dance with my friends, even my sisters who weren't even in the middle school. I remember they wanted to learn it with me and we would practice and like, oh my God. Again, if you haven't seen this video or maybe you've seen it before and you need a little refresher, 
as you're watching it, just picture sixth grade Krista learning the dance moves to this and a couple hundred middle schoolers doing this dance in a gymnasium. Like there was no reason like they weren't, my school wasn't recording us. It's not like they were going to send it for like Michelle Obama or Beyonce to see. Like there was no purpose for it other than everyone just learning the dance and performing it one day. And I rewatched this video because I was talking about this with my friend and I was like peeing my pants because it it was so ingrained in my brain, um, like just knowing like, okay, Beyonce says this and then boom, she comes out and then we start doing this dance move and then we transition to this dance move. It is so funny. Like I am in tears watching this music video because it is hilarious like it just takes me back to a time of learning this dance um and it's highly impressive she is literally doing this dance in Louboutin Louboutin heels she's like doing the running man running back and forth in a school cafeteria in heels I give her props but like it was it was such a time such a time um yeah fond memories let's just say that Another thing that was really big at the time was this whole aspect of like bullying and bully prevention and there was definitely like good intentions with this kind of stuff because I feel like, I don't know, like bullying was just becoming more of a thing and like other bad stuff that I won't mention because like it's probably triggering and whatnot. So my school, I want to say this was our student council, they decided that we were going to film this like PSA type video, but it wasn't going to be like a PSA for the community. It was just for the middle school to see. So I want to say this was just the members of student council that filmed this video. And the premise of it was like, some kids were cast as the bullies and then others were cast as the kids being bullied. And they would just show that, like, here are bullies being bullies and hurting other kids. And, oh, look, here's a bystander who comes and stands up for the kid being bullied. And, you know, this conflict resolution type thing. And I remember, I think I was, like, an extra in this. Like, I don't think I had a part really in it. I think I, I'm really glad I didn't have a part in it. But I just remember the video was set to the one song uh, I don't remember what it's called I think it's on the outside looking in it's that Jordan Pruitt song if you remember from the Disney Channel it was in like a Disney Channel movie and my middle school principal thought this was such a good idea he was like we're gonna use this song it's gonna be so great and I wish I could see this video because I'm sure it is cringe to the max i'm sure it is so cringy like just middle schoolers trying to act and like i've just sure it was terrible but yeah good old bully prevention times like we had bully prevention class we literally did nothing in there we just talked about like what is a bystander and we watched movies like um uh what what's that movie called uh oh my god I forget what it's called it's like with Betty White and um Jamie Lee Curtis I can't remember what it's called um 
oh, it's going to bother me. Okay. I'm sure someone is shouting it at me like right now, like Krista, it's this. Um, but yeah, we watched whatever that movie is. We watched Napoleon Dynamite, which I don't even remember. Like, is there bullying in that movie? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was, what a time. Um, another thing in middle school, and then I think this is the last middle school thing, and then we will finally move to high school, is we had this project, which I wanted to talk about this because I feel like this is like a quintessential stereotype for American schools, is this baby project. I've seen this trope in TV shows and even movies where like, students will have a project where you have to pretend being a parent and you get like a baby doll simulator and you have to watch the baby and I remember there's like an episode of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody where London and Maddie have to watch a baby and they like realize oh being a parent is so hard and I think there was another show maybe it was iCarly or Hannah Montana or something and they had like a sack of flour and that was their thing that they had to take home and watch. My school, we had eggs, like eggs that you eat. I think they were like hard boiled or something so that they wouldn't crack or like they wouldn't go bad as easily. But basically in, I had this class, it was called family consumer science and you would learn how to like cook and we even learned how to sew and cross stitch and all this stuff in this class. And one of the things was the parenting unit and we had to watch eggs as if they were our children. And we were responsible with them for like maybe a week, two weeks, like it wasn't a super long amount of time. Um, but for whatever reason, I was granted twins. I had to watch two eggs at one time. And I remember being very excited, but also very stressed out about them. You had like, for whatever reason, the teacher was like so serious about it. She was like, if you're not going to be watching your eggs, you need to schedule a babysitter. Like you need to fill out this form um, where this person is signing off that they're going to be your babysitter and you have to mark what time they're going to be watching your eggs. Like it was way too serious. Like for us just watching eggs. I know some schools that have like more money, they had actual baby simulators where like the baby would just like randomly cry and you would have to tend to it. But for us, it was literally eggs, like inanimate objects, eggs. So I remember um, like the goal was your eggs not to crack. You wanted to make sure that your eggs would last the entire extent of the time. And I remember I was doing such a great job. I had been carrying my eggs by using a bathtub from um a dollhouse that we had we had this like it almost looked like a clawfoot bathtub but it was like plastic and I had stuck a little piece of um fabric in there and stuck my two eggs in there and I would just carry that around you had to carry your eggs in school you had to take them wherever you went on the weekends or in the evenings and unfortunately I was at church and someone bumped into me and I dropped my eggs. They didn't like splatter, like there was no yolk, nothing crazy. They just had cracks on them. And unfortunately, I had to get rid of them at school the next Monday because um, they were going to start smelling really gross. But yeah, what a fun time. Definitely taught me lots of responsibility, you know. 
Because I'm sure if someone were to bump me at church and I'm holding a baby, I don't think I would drop my baby. But yeah, it was, it was definitely an interesting, interesting time for sure. Okay, now we're moving on to high school. Yay, fun. Um, okay, I might have talked about this before, but my high school did this thing. This is probably the closest things would ever get to Lexi's play in Euphoria if you watched season two. We never did anything like that. I actually saw this TikTok of this girl saying that her school did something like Lexi's play, but it was like 20 times worse. Um, we did this thing called the variety show. It was basically like the last day before, um, we got out for winter break and it was like a big talent show, like a variety show. You would just do whatever in the world you wanted to do. You would have to like sign up and, you know, I think they had a few rehearsals and then you would perform. Um, basically, that day of school was an absolute wash like we did nothing we did no learning whatsoever and we would just like spend first few hours of the day going to holiday parties in the school and then we would show up to the auditorium for the variety show and this thing would last like upwards of three hours like it would last so long depending on how many acts there were and a lot of it was just people singing. Most of the time, I have to say, people weren't that good at singing. Um, some people had bands. I remember one one year, um, these guys were in a band and they like lit their cymbal on fire of their drum set. One kid smashed his guitar. Like it was, it was very intense for a school day. Um, very entertaining, I'll say that. Like I loved being a spectator for it. It was a great time. Um, I don't think I could ever go up there on stage. So I give them lots of credit for having the courage to do that because I don't think I could have done that. Um, but yeah, people would do like skits and like funny stuff. And there was always this one kid and he, he was in my older sister's grade and he would, he would dance and it was, it was a something. It was a spectacle. It was, everyone was like, oh, I can't wait to see this guy do his thing and do his dance. Like, I wonder what he's going to do this year. And it was, I don't know, like some kids would just sit there and like make fun of everybody. And my teachers were adamant that you could not have your phones out. And if they would see a screen lit up, they would come over and like take your phone from you because they did not want people filming the people on stage and like making fun of them, which I appreciate them being considered about that. I think videos still got out, which, you know, that's inevitable. Um, but yeah, it was just like a fun time. And then the teachers would always like put together a video and it was so, it, they were always so relevant to whatever trend was going on at that time. Like they aged poorly. They aged so badly because I remember one year they had a video and it was like, the what does a fox or what is that song what does the fox say and um gangnam style gangnam style whatever that song is like those types of things that were so 2010s they did videos to that um and would like come up with stupid dances and whatnot and yeah i just just bad memories and the one okay so Every year, the seniors would always do something um, for the variety show. Like, they would come up with a skit or something. 
I don't think any of them were really ever that memorable. I think one year they tried to do like a roast type thing where they would like stand at the podium and just like make jokes about teachers and students and like things like that. Um, and my grade, usually it was like the class officers who organized it and I was the class president my junior and senior year and my senior year I was one of the people who had to organize this thing and truly trying to get my classmates to do something was like pulling teeth it was so terrible um they like literally never wanted to do anything no one wanted to come up with ideas it was just bad so I was like, okay, what is something easy that we can do? Because I guess like we should follow with the tra tradition that, you know, we're the seniors, we should do something. So I fell for the trap of let's do something that's trendy right now and is going to age like cheese and it did. So we did the mannequin challenge. <laughs> if you remember in 2016, that was all the rage. Um, I basically organized this whole thing where everyone in my grade was positioned all around the school and I filmed it. I'm so thankful I was not in this video, but I was behind the camera and I was just like, you can do whatever you want. Obviously, make sure it's like appropriate or whatever, but do whatever you want. I'm just going to like go around and film you. Make sure you're still. Please don't move. And as soon as I walk past you, like you can walk away. Like it's fine. So, yeah, and then we coordinated this thing at the end so that, like, I don't know, everyone came together at the end. It was, I mean, yeah, it was a dumpster fire. It, it worked out, like, we put the video together, um, some people moved, and it was hilarious. It was so funny watching the video back. I cringe a little bit just because I'm like, oh my god, what a nightmare it was to try to put this thing, put this thing together, but yeah, it was... It was a something. Um, so yeah, that's that's the best we could put out. And you know what? It's behind us. It's fine. Um, I know I had mentioned that like we had Christmas parties. My high school, we loved parties. Like that was such a constant thing. Every, every holiday we could think of, people would want to have a party, especially in English classes. If you could convince convince your English teacher to have a party for something where everyone brings in food and you just like sit and hang out. People loved it. And a big thing that people always did was make buffalo chicken dip. I don't know why this was like the hot commodity. Everybody like if we were having a party for whatever, a holiday, we finished a book, I don't know. People would be like, oh, I can bring buffalo chicken dip in. Someone always had buffalo chicken dip. I don't know why. I mean, towards the end, my part of my junior year and my senior year, I was vegan, so I wasn't eating that. But I, I've i had buffalo chicken dip before. It's like pretty good. But also, people would be eating it at like nine in the morning. And I'm like, hey, whatever your stomach can handle, more power to you. But it was just so funny that like that was the hot commodity. Everyone was like, oh, we can bring buffalo chicken dip in. Like we can make that. Um, literally, we had a party in my English class for the Ides of March. We read Caesar and my teacher was like, we can have a party on the Ides of March. And people, of course, were like, I'll bring the buffalo chicken dip. Like it, I don't know why. Such a hot commodity. Um, another thing we did at our school, which 
I think this was ultra specific to our school. I'm sure other schools have like a version of this maybe. We had this like end of the year party, like a big school-wide party. I can't say the name of it because it has part of my old principal's name in it, but it was this massive festival, like a free-for-all where you literally do nothing but like activities that day. It was like one of the last days of school and they would like cook out food, I think. I think like the um, cafeteria workers would make like hot dogs and hamburgers and watermelon. That was the big thing. They would like serve out slices of watermelon. And basically you would just like go outside, do outdoor activities. We had like cornhole tournaments, which wait, I think that's called something else in other parts of the country. It's I might be losing my mind, but I swear I've seen people say like they don't call it cornhole. It's the thing that is like a slap of wood and there's a hole in the center of it and you throw bean bags and you try to get it in the hole, if you know what I'm talking about. I probably sound ridiculous like trying to s- explain this, but we had those types of tournaments. Um, we, I think, had flag football. We had like street hockey basketball tournaments like it was this free-for-all if you went to any part of the school there was some activity going on and you could kind of just hang out and that's one constant thing about my school is they loved a good excuse for a party just a day of hanging out and I mean we worked hard we deserved it sure but I think it was just so funny also during that day the seniors were notorious for trying to do a senior prank that day I know my year, I don't think we did anything because I think the teachers were like, you try to pull anything, you are getting expelled. Um, But my sister's year, I think her grade tried to throw water balloons at everybody and I don't think it worked out. I think like someone caught them with all of their water balloons and they had to stop. Um, But yeah, it was quite the time. Okay, I'm gonna try to do a speed round through a lot of these because I I just have a few more left and I don't want to like, you know, go on too, too, too long. Um, Okay, another one. This is just a random thing. Um, I remember seeing someone charging their ankle bracelet in the hallway. Good times. I don't really have to go into more detail with that, but I didn't know you had to charge an ankle bracelet. Uh, Ankle bracelet, um ankle monitor, whatever you want to call it. Like, if you're on house arrest, you have to wear one. There are people in my school who had to wear one, and I didn't know you have to charge them, but people would have to come to school and charge their ankle monitors. Um, anywho, (laughs) another thing is on Valentine's Day, it was such a big deal on Valentine's Day for people to ask one another to prom. That was, like, the big day to do it, which, looking back, it's very early because our prom was in May, So you think from February to May, you're like, you already have your date to prom, but I don't know. People like to prepare ahead. So yeah, people would buy like chocolate covered strawberries. People would bring roses. They would make like signs for a promposal and Valentine's day was like the big day. Obviously if it happened on a school day, like it was happening then, but yeah, I remember that was like the big deal. Uh, Speaking of dances, we didn't have a homecoming dance, But oddly enough, we had a homecoming football game and a homecoming court and a homecoming pep rally. I just don't know why we didn't have a homecoming dance. We had like a semi-formal dance for around Christmas time. We called it the semi-formal or like our Christmas dance. But yeah, anytime I've ever brought that up to 
other friends who like didn't go to school with me they're like that's so weird like you guys didn't have a homecoming um but yeah we had the game and we had the court and the pep rally just no no dance which is very odd but you know your girl for whatever reason for however reason um I ended up getting on homecoming court which was very surprising but was so so nice um I ended up getting crown bearer which was so cool it was so much fun um and maybe someday I don't know I have a ton of like old pictures from like my outfits in high school and I definitely want to do like I've done a few TikToks before where I've rated my old high school looks and I have some more that I'm like maybe I should do this again and looking through those pictures especially my homecoming pictures where like we had to show up to school to get our pictures done for homecoming literally I do not know how I did that I would be like coming to school dressed to the nines hair done makeup done in like a full fancy schmancy outfit to show up to school at 7 a.m. I have no idea how I did this. Like, it is insane. I mean, I get up for work. I can, I do not have to get up at like the crack of dawn, but I still like to get up like at a decently early time to get ready. But I'm not putting on like a full face of makeup. I'm not like doing crazy things with my hair. I'm not putting on like a crazy, crazy outfit. Granted, I'm working from home, but yeah, I'm just like, it is amazing that I did that. I cannot believe I put myself through that. Like this homecoming picture that I'm thinking of, I have my hair stick straight in this picture. I have naturally curly hair. The fact that I woke up in the morning, flat ironed my hair so that it was straight as a board, did a full face of makeup, like I beat my face, put on this fancy dress, high heels, and took myself to school I can't believe I did that and went the entire day going to school looking like this. It, it, I don't know. It amazes me. The things you can push yourself to do. It's incredible. Okay. Um, okay. Wait, I was talking about football games. Real quick note about that. So I, I'm, I mean, big surprise. I'm not a big sports person, not a big football girly, but I did go to a fair share of football games, especially like my senior year. I went, um, just because like we had a student section and it was fun to kind of like be a part of that. They would always have like themed weeks. So we would have like a pink out for like breast cancer awareness month. Everyone would wear pink. We would throw like pink powder in the air and like make a huge deal with that. We would have like a white out. Same thing. Everybody wears white. We would throw baby powder in the air. I don't know why. Um, just to cause a spectacle. We had um, America as a theme, which I don't know if they still do that, but I'm sure some people would be wearing some question questionable items um, if they still did that. Anyways, but yeah, we did some fun things in our student section. Granted, it was not that big. I remember going to my one friend's school. She went to like a much larger school, which, hey, shout out to her. She is like a faithful listener of the podcast, so shout out to her. Um... I went to her school and that was like another level. One, they have so many more students and two, the budget, like the stunts they would do in their student section. It was insane. It was crazy. But my school, we like try to make it fun with what we had. And we did this thing, my sisters and I, we made these cutout signs. Um, 
basically basically they were like fat heads if you guys know what those are it's like a blown up image of something and people will like bring them to sporting events or like whatever events I don't know so we decided to make our own I think I had my dad make them at work because he had like this industrial grade printer like this big printer so we printed out a picture of one of our teachers that like everybody loved we cut out his head and mounted it on this um like poster board and then we also did one for Kanye West which I do not know why we chose Kanye because if you think about it like during the time when we did this I don't know what was going on with Kanye and like why we chose him because today it would make much more sense to do Kanye just because he's like so much more active in the news and like controversial and whatnot but back then I have no idea why we chose Kanye like like very random choice but we had a picture of Kanye's face and my one of our teachers face and we would just hold it up at games and people thought it was hilarious like people from the opposite school like the school that we were rivaling they would come over and just like take pictures of our fat heads or they would ask to hold our signs and take pictures of them I don't know why um we did that and I don't know what happened to them because after I left I think my younger sisters kept the tradition alive but it was very weird um so yeah, it was just a fun thing that we did. Um, oh, and one thing that we did is we loved a good rival, a good football rival. And one of our school's rivals, we called them the cake eaters. And it was like this slang. I don't know if it's bad. I don't know if it's a bad term, but it was basically like making fun of this town because they had more money than us. And I remember at one of the games, someone, we won, like we, um, beat the school and someone got a full sheet cake like a grocery store sheet cake and ran over to their student section and threw it at them someone brought cupcakes and was throwing it at them and it was a whole mess it was a mess I don't know why they did that but it was it was a bad time after that so just you know intense rivalries my school they're small but they love a good rivalry okay um uh, another thing, dress coding, that was a really big issue at my school. Um, I know it's like a huge common issue that still happens to this day, dress coding. Just, just so annoying, so annoying. I don't think I ever got dress coded. I know there was one teacher who tried to dress code me over something really, really dumb, like my shoulder blades were showing because my one shirt was like a scoop neck. And it kind of scooped lower in the back. And she was like, um, maybe if you have a jacket in your locker, you should put it on because I can see your shoulder blades. And I'm like, ma'am, what? Like, truly makes no sense. And a lot of the dress coding stuff, I think, was just so dumb. It was so ridiculous. But, you know, there could be high school boys running around the school, no shirt on, no shirt on at all. Or, like, if they ran track or cross country, little tiny shorts, no shirt on, they could run around, no biggie. But I, but you know, if your midriff is showing and you're a girl or you're wearing a tank top, ooh, bad news for you. Bad news for you. Ugh, I, I hate it. It drives me crazy. Okay, and actually, we'll just end on a positive note. Truly, I mean this. Like, this is a positive note. Um, This is something that I did, not to pat myself on the back, but I still look back on this fondly. This is, like, truly the last thing that I did at school. And I'm glad I ended on a high note as tumultuous 
and as difficult as my school experience was, I think I did end on high note and I'm happy I did. So basically for graduation, um, we, you know, had our graduation ceremony going. I was um, salutatorian a little. I'm a little smarty pants over here. Not really, but no, no, no. I was number two in my class, so I got to give a speech for that, and that was great, beautiful, fun, and I was also class president, so I had to do like the little tassel thing where you tell people to turn their tassels, and I asked my principal if I could give a little like farewell speech because I was the class president for junior and senior year, so I felt like, you know, I've been like with these people, and my school is very small. Like, I graduated with the same kids that I went to kindergarten with like we've been with one another for many of years so I was like do you mind if I give like a quick like one one minute little speech just saying like thanks for all the great memories like it's been you know a pleasure being your fellow classmate wish you all the best yada 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 so he was like sure go ahead awesome and I was like you know what we're gonna take this one notch up we're gonna be like extra extra personal and I'm a sentimental girly I am truly a sentimental person So I went ahead and I hand wrote letters to each of the students in my class, like every single person, I wrote them each a card specifically to them. And if I had like a specific memory with that person, like if we had classes together or like we had some great memory together, whether it was from first grade or 11th grade, I, you know, tried to personalize it as much as I could. And I put the letters along with a piece of candy underneath all of the chairs at graduation. And so, you know, I'm on the stage giving the speech, you know, being all sentimental and sappy and whatnot. And I told them, I was like, okay, like before you, you know, do the tassels and yay, this exciting moment happens. Um, you know, I said sentimental words. I'm not even going to try to replicate what I said, but I told them like under your seats is a little like farewell little note from me just saying, you know, thanks for being a wonderful classmate, best wishes in your future endeavors. And people were like, what? Oh my God. I was not trying to be like Oprah or Ellen at that moment, but their reactions was as if they were on Oprah or Ellen. They were like, oh my God, like, this is so cool. Like, what a surprise. Like, oh my God. Um, So, you know, if you're a class president or if you're like, you know, graduating this year and you're trying to be a little sentimental or even in your friend group, it's so fun. Like, it's it's so cute. I love being, trying to have sentimental moments like that. Um, and I think it, like, goes a long way. Like, yeah, it's just a card and a little piece of candy, but, like, I don't know. I think it's nice to end on a little sweet note. So, yeah, it went over really well, and it was, it was a nice way to finish out my school experience. And with that note, I do not have any other memories that I will bore you all with right now. Um, you know, maybe if I think of more and maybe if you guys really like this, we can do a part two. I do have more juicy stories that I held back from and I apologize. So if you like this and we want a part two, maybe I'll deliver on that. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Maybe you have similar experiences from your time in school or maybe you're like, girl, I do not know what public school you went to, but sounds like a weird one. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoyed going down memory lane with me and hope you have an amazing rest of your day and a wonderful week ahead of you. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye guys. Bye.